0: hello and welcome back to the motherhood with maya podcast i am your host maya thomason i hope you guys listened to wednesday's episode if you haven't go back and listen to it it is my birth story the story of my son coming into the world on january 26th um i was so excited to share it and i'm so excited to have my husband joining the podcast today Woo-woo. so on this Um, episode and what I'm going to start doing on this podcast is the first Friday of the month I'm going to have a father join us and we are going to get their perspective and how parenting is from their point of view. Um, I think it's really important to have a co- understanding of how parenting looks from you know their point of view and also how the birth looked from their point of view. I am super curious and super excited to hear my husband's side of things because I was focused on birthing a human. I did not care what was going on in the other in his world. So, um without further ado, here is my husband. We're going to get a little bit background info on him because He's a stranger to y'all. Well, the people listening probably know him. But anyway, um, and we're going to get some information. And then we're going to dive right into the birth story from his perspective.
1: Hey, guys. As my wonderful wife introduced me, my name is Josiah. I'm super stoked to be the first guest on her brand new podcast, Motherhood with Maya, um, on this first segment of Fatherhood Fridays. Uh, So to start out, then we're just going to dive in on a little bit of background of who I am, and then we will go from there on my perspective of the birth of Tate. So Maya and I have been together for a little over five years. Uh, We've been married for uh, about a year and a half now. As you know, um, we went to ACU. Um, Maya is currently finishing her degree online um, and I actually finished my bachelor's last December uh, in kinesiology and my original plan was to go into athletic training but upon completing um, some clinical work with the football team at ACU I realized that it really wasn't um, what I thought it was going to be and not what I wanted to do with my life. Um, And so that led me to change my career path. And I wanted to go to physical therapy school. But our lives started to look a lot different shortly after we got married, as you're about to find out. Um, And it Became very clear that I needed to be um, working full time so that we could make some more money because we were poor, broke college kids that just got married. Um, so PT school kind of went on the back burner. And in the meanwhile, I've been working as a manager for a car wash company here in Abilene. And I'm currently working on a data analytics certificate through Google, hoping to eventually um, get a remote position so I could stay at home and then eventually get my graduate degree.
0: That is a little bit about my husband. Uh, We found out that we were having Tate pretty soon after we got married.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Which
0: um, was a surprise. We both had talked about kids before Uh, We got married. Obviously, that's one of the big conversations you have to have. Um, Mm -hmm. And we couldn't really decide, but God decided for us. Yeah,
1: we (laughs) We were on the fence, and uh, he chose a side for us. Yes,
0: which we are so grateful for Tate. He is the best thing that has happened to us. Um, But like I said, we just, in the moment, we didn't know. But we didn't know. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to have Cy walk us through a little bit what it was like from his perspective to find out that we were pregnant and how the pregnancy looked for him, because I feel like I didn't really have any symptoms or I was just really exhausted. Um, and scared obviously, because I was 21 years old and pregnant. So, um, I'm just, yeah, i just going to get his perspective on what it was like, me being pregnant, if I did actually have symptoms, what I was like, was I actually moody, um, and, but yeah.
1: Yeah, it uh, definitely came out of left field for me. I was not expecting that news um, whenever I did get it, but uh, very excited, obviously. I remember the night that it happened, um, whenever you told me the news, but... I I hadn't noticed anything different with you as far as symptoms or anything, so I truly did not think it it was coming, but...
0: Like, literally, (laughs) whenever we found out, this is just how wild it was, so... We're not going to get into this, anyway. <laughs> but I took a test, and it literally was positive within like two seconds, and <clears throat> I was, I literally sat in the yeah. bedroom and were, and was like crying, I was crying, I was like, are you going to be mad at me?
1: <laughs> yeah, picture this, so uh, I just got out of the shower, ready to uh, go to bed for the night and get ready for the day of work the next day. And I walk into the bedroom to see Maya (laughs) sitting on the bed in shambles, just bawling her eyes out. And I have, there's a million things going through my head, like, what did I do? What's going on? Yeah, who died? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And she said, I'll never forget this. (laughs) (laughs) I have something I need to tell you. And I just immediately knew what it was going to be. <laughs> and she reached over to the nightstand and opened the drawer and I knew what she was getting ready to pull out and show me. And sure enough, there it was <laughs> that positive pregnancy test. <laughs> okay.
0: And that is how we found out. But overall, you would say, like, as a pregnant woman, I was not, like, that achy, moany, constantly nauseous gal. Like, that was not me.
1: No, I was fully preparing. I mean, the next day at work, I was researching all sorts of things trying to get ready what to expect and how to support you and be there for you. And yeah, I'll be honest, I was very surprised. You're very uh, low maintenance pregnant woman. But uh,
0: yeah, like I never like truly I never was the person like I got nauseous maybe twice.
1: Yeah, I could sense. probably count on one hand the amount of times that you threw up during the first trimester.
0: And and overall, like the entire pregnancy, because I had to start taking iron towards the end and that made me nauseous. But that's like, mm-hmm. that's literally it. And it's not like the horror stories for everyone. Like you hear, like I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, it's so horrible. You're You're getting all this nausea and everything. And that was not the case. Like I was sore and tired, but I, that was it you know it could have been like I had the flu or something but
1: yeah I mean the only thing that was really mainly different was uh your sense of smell oh yeah <laughs> during that first trimester yeah and those even, first uh few weeks
0: yeah I couldn't even walk into the kitchen without like gagging it was so weird and insane the human body is insane
1: but... Yes. Yeah. Any little smell would just set you off. And yeah, you, you couldn't be in the kitchen for months.
0: Yeah. Which a lot of Wendy's four for four, but <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going, we're going to skip past pregnancy all the way to that Monday that I found out. Well, I honestly, we can go to that week of finding out that I had to get induced and just, like, the days before and the day of of labor, you know, were going... How did you feel finding out that we were going to be induced?
1: Well, initially, I um, was very disappointed for you because I knew how important it was for you to uh, be able to have a natural birth. And uh, I was hoping that it could happen that way, too, uh, just because I feel like that would have been the best way to go, which ultimately it did end up happening that way. We're very thankful for that. But um, I also was kind of happy that now there is a set date that I could be like, okay, so this is the day that we can expect for it to for sure happen. So we can start um, planning around this day. We can start um, talking about what we're going to do leading up to it and Maybe planning like family visiting and um, getting everything packed and ready to go. Yeah. Um, and
0: work, having your work set because you have to do Exactly. And
1: yeah. So I could essentially put in my um, leave of absence from work and have yeah. that set and ready to go. Um,
0: so it's, for, there's like a nice aspect of it. Like being induced yes. is like you can literally prepare everything. Whereas the spontaneous, we were like, panicked you know and it was middle of the night so which mm-hmm. we'll get into but yeah it, it's just that's like the nice part of it but mm-hmm. like what my body has to go through is not the good part of
1: it yeah no and I mean at this far along I mean you've been pregnant forever it felt like and we've been talking about when he gets here oh when he gets here we're so excited and it just felt like it's never gonna come and so hearing that yeah, you're gonna be induced uh, at the end of this next week. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we have something to really be looking forward to. And yeah, it's not just up in the air. Yeah, we it was like, we it's, can. It's gonna be happening.
0: Literally, hold our son on this day or the next day. It, it was just, it was like a really cool feeling, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now, um, I, it, that was the really good part, but Wednesday, Wednesday was like, just, I feel like it was so wild how fast things went, <laughs> because I was showing no signs at all, at dinner, at, you know, going to bed, y- y- give your sign, because I, I always say that you were the boy who cried wolf, whenever you were. I born. was, <laughs> or you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I was like, oh, like I'm, I feel pains, and you're like, it's fine. But you weren't really like that. You were concerned, <laughs> but I just want, I just want you to vouch for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <Not truly>
1: so. <laughs> so that whole evening before, we were very busy. We were booked the whole evening. Mm-hmm. We were doing a lot um, because you were convinced that we needed to try all these different um, methods to trying to bring Tate here early and so we ended up going to the rec center on campus at ACU and we walked some laps around the track uh you went and grabbed a yoga ball and bounced on that for a while tried all these different like yoga positions and all sorts of different stuff, and...
0: I was even trying to, like... I was like, we need to go eat more spicy. Like, I'm literally <laughs> trying every wives' tale possible to bring this kid.
1: Seriously. <laughs> yeah. And then we had that fateful Last Supper as just me and you at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Iconic. Iconic. <laughs> and, uh... And little did we know what was going to be happening in just a few short hours, yeah. but... I'm still trying to soak in this last final week of you being all big and pregnant because you are the cutest pregnant woman in the whole world. (laughs) You're so cute. And I just loved looking at you every day and your big old basketball under your shirt. (laughs) Literally. Such a full face. And you're so sweet. (laughs) So I knew I was going to miss that, so I was soaking it all in, <laughs> and I'm glad that I was because it ended up being the last day. <laughs> but that night, um, as we were getting ready for bed, I had to open the next morning, so I was trying to get some uh, some good sleep and go to bed pretty early. I think it was like 9.30 or 10, um, and I was half asleep, and I remember you saying babe I think that I'm having contractions and I just said
0: "Yep." what did you say <laughs>
1: <laughs> no you're not just go to sleep
0: <laughs> the fateful last word
1: yes the last words before it all went down <laughs> but but to back myself up a little bit, you were you did say that just about every night for the whole month leading up to this day.
0: I feel like all <laughs> pregnant women the last month just milk it. And that's literally what I was doing. I was just trying to get any sort of sympathy for all of my pain. <laughs> and so that was, it, it was, it was a boy who cried wolf situation, I, I will admit. I used it probably eight too many times, <laughs> but this was different. You didn't know it, but I knew it that it was it was different.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I was half asleep. So I think right after I said those words, then I was zonked Ow. down for the count
0: until I turned on the lamp at one thirty in the morning.
1: Yeah, all of your whenever you left and went to the living room, started watching TV. Like I, I didn't hear any of that, and I'm yeah. a pretty light sleeper, so. I'm, Normally that uh, I would have woke up or something like that. Yeah. But, no, then uh, you came into the room and woke me up, and you told me, and I could just tell by the look in your eyes and the way you said that these contractions are real.
0: Yeah, I just remember being like, <laughs> I just remember turning on the lamp and being like, I am in so much pain, <laughs> you just shoot out of bed.
1: Yeah yeah i was like okay this is happening so yeah i shot out of bed um uh, i finished packing the bags because we were planning around january 31st yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> um so unfortunately not everything was completely ready yet but i uh i had a contraction timing app on my phone so i whipped that out and started timing while i was packing everything up and um, moving it over to the door so we get ready to load it up in the car and um, we're timing the contractions and I just remembered that they were so erratic there's there'd be one like three minutes apart and then the next one would be seven minutes apart and It had me so confused because obviously like through all of the like birth classes that we took and everything then they should be getting closer together and anything like two and three minutes apart is like oh you should have been at the hospital like an hour ago yeah so i was really nervous and
0: yeah i just remember we (laughs) were scrambling like you were put, you were putting just anything you saw in the car like we had like four (laughs) different bags and then, and then we were just, cause he had his work stuff laid out and I was like trying to pick it up and we were just everywhere. And also we weren't completely packed and I wanted to play music while I was laboring, which didn't end up happening because it happened so it, fast. Yeah. Everything was
1: so fast. It was. It yeah. Was, from the time you woke me up to the time that he got here was all such a blur. It was
0: like a fever dream. Like it didn't even happen or something. Yeah, and
1: it didn't help that it was all through the middle of the night too. So it really, it literally was a fever dream.
0: Yeah. We were all just completely packed. <laughs> backwards yeah so we get in the car and we go and the whole time I'm just like gripping the passenger seat just absolutely panicked and <laughs> I felt weak like I was crying and you were just trying to comfort me <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: I mean I just remember thinking in my head the whole drive there and it was in the middle of the night so it was really I just remember thinking how weird it was how eerie it kind of felt like driving on the major three-lane highway and we were like the only oh, car, on car it yeah and
0: it was like weirdly warm <laughs> still too you know like it was mm. just oh yeah you're right it did give yeah. an eerie feeling and so we mm-hmm. pull up to the hospital and we have to go into the er side and we get in there and we don't bring everything because like i said we really didn't know if it was legit
1: no and I remember this night there was a cold front that was rolling in because it the day before it was still pretty warm um especially for January even yeah. in West Texas but um so it was pretty warm whenever we went to bed but whenever we got to the hospital and we were getting out then it was like freezing it was really cold. windy yeah 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 that cold front was coming in it was you could feel it for sure And, um, yeah, we wanted to get into the hospital ASAP, so we didn't bring any of our bags in or anything, just grabbed your trusty blanket and the essentials, your ID, all that fun stuff, and, uh, went into the ER.
0: And we didn't even know what to say whenever we, like, got to the desk. We were like, get me a room? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, it was just so strange, and also how I show pain.
1: Yeah, you, I mean, I've never seen you in that much pain before so right. that was honestly new for me I didn't really know what was going on because you really just shut down like even in in the car ride to the hospital then you were talking about how you were worried that you were gonna be sent home because oh I think it's just a false alarm and yeah I'm like well I mean I'm not her I'm not feeling what she's going through so surely she knows this yeah. isn't actually ha- happening right now so like I guess uh maybe this isn't it. We're yeah. going to be ending up turning around and coming back home. And so, kind of, at that point, I was kind of like, the adrenaline was coming down a little bit, like, okay, maybe this isn't for real. Yeah. You know? this is just a false alarm. But, yeah, we walked into the hospital, um, went to the, the lady at the desk, and we're just kind of like, um think we're having contractions and
0: (laughs) and we know we can only come in this way you know because I felt weird because there's like an ambulance right out there with an old person and I was like oh my goodness like they're gonna think that I've been shot or something you know or like one of us is like seriously injured which labor is definitely really painful but like it wasn't like ER you know it was labor and delivery and so that was strange. And I remember I went to go get my vitals, and you couldn't go back there or something? And so, like, you were yeah, just filling no, out paperwork? Yeah, went or? In the triage
1: there, and I didn't even have anything to fill out. They just had me sit in the waiting room, and I was watching... I don't even remember what it was on the TV. Yeah. Some weird, like, Western show on some channel they had playing.
0: Yeah, but then we get up there, and what did you feel? Because I, I went and changed my gown, and I came back, and... It was just I feel like it was just chaos from there, you know. Like all of this was chaos. But like it was even quicker whenever she checked my cervix and it was completely dilated.
1: <laughs> yeah. It honestly there's a lot of build up to your cervix even being checked. And we had actually been in that triage a few weeks prior <laughs> yeah. because of the
0: Yeah. Just an incident <laughs> yeah. that it was. Yeah, we won't yeah, go into it. <laughs> that was the story for another time. Yeah. But <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, and still at this point, because the nurse, as Maya told on her side of things, was very rude, mm-hmm. and um, she kind of really made it seem like we def- Maya definitely was not going to be having the baby, um, and then it was a false alarm, so honestly, I thought we were just sitting there waiting, and Maya was going to get checked out, and then we were going to end up going back home. And I was thinking about how I'm going to survive my shift on running with like a few hours of sleep. Right, (laughs) yeah. You know, I'm starting to like transition into, okay, well, it's going to be the 31st, like this is just a false alarm. kind of helped us, you know, be a little more prepared. Right. And learn about what it's going to look like whenever we do go in. But, um, yeah, once she finally checked your cervix, She, I remember the first time that she checked, then she was, she didn't say anything. No, yeah. I was kind of like, okay, what does that mean?
0: And like, usually whenever they do, they're like, oh, you're just a, oh, you're just a one. Oh, you're just a two. You know, like they just are casual, but like she Mm -hmm. literally didn't say anything and just walked out.
1: Well, no, she didn't walk out. She checked again.
0: Oh, you're (laughs) right. You're
1: right. Yeah. The first time she checked, then she didn't say anything. And then she was kind of like. Hmm and it was like, I'm gonna check again and it was like, Okay, well what does that mean? Yeah. And then she did check again and she told us essentially that there she couldn't feel anything there and uh she wanted to get this s didn't she wanna get a second nurse's yeah. opinion? Someone yeah. else came in, right?
0: Yeah, because she literally, she was like, uh, okay. And I didn't know what she meant by didn't feel anything. I was like, does that mean, like, I'm dying? Like, what does that (laughs) mean? You know? Because I thought, like, I, I didn't know much then about how it was. And so I was like, wouldn't you feel his head or something, you know? Because that's what my OB was saying the whole time whenever she would check my cervix was that she could feel his head. And so I i was like what and then she left and the, a second nurse came in and she's like check her that's all she said and i was like what is why am i a science experiment right now like what in the <laughs> world and the second nurse checks me and she's like uh we need to get a room <laughs>
1: yeah and then they said you're not leaving this place without having that baby
0: and so at this point we're like okay, this is real. I just remember saying, what the hell? We're actually bringing home a baby today? Because I just kept being in denial <laughs> and not believing that I was in labor, even though I felt it, but I just was denying it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me, the adrenaline shot back up and I was like, oh, okay. I'm I'm going to be a dad <laughs> like here pretty soon. And,
0: and I just remember being like, we didn't bring anything in.
1: We had yeah. no bed." back. Yeah, yeah. And... We weren't moved to the labor and delivery unit yet. Um, And so we had to wait on that to happen. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Mitchell had to be notified so that she could be there um, for the labor.
0: So they weren't allowed to break my water until she was there. So I was just sitting there in pain. And I was. And
1: they're monitoring the contractions, which is when we found out that they were compounding contractions Mm or whatever. Yeah. And. That's why they were all willy-nilly all over the place. That's
0: why we couldn't track them, you know. So, that first nurse that was rude was rude for no... Well, there's no reason to be rude to someone. But al- <laughs> no. But also, you know, like, we had a valid reason for not knowing why they were so sporadic. Because we couldn't give her mm-hmm. a clear answer whenever she asked, and so... Yeah,
1: she asked the contractions, and I I told her seven on average seven minutes apart and she that's whenever she's kind of like oh well you really shouldn't be here then yeah that's nothing to worry about and was like
0: like, moving slow and i'm like ma'am i can't sit down yeah (laughs) because
1: the the er where we entered was like the complete other side of the hospital and they transported you up to the triage unit in a wheelchair, and we had to ride in the elevator. Yeah. And yes, she was taking her sweet time. Yeah, she, she was, was like, I
0: was like, Are you gonna show s- on the road? But. Yeah, I was like, Are you gonna stop for a coke or something in a in a vending machine? Like it was just, it was not good. It, but anyway, yeah, and so we had to wait for Doctor R, my OB, to show up, and
1: mm-hmm. and meanwhile I ran down and grabbed our stuff.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. You did, and yeah, you came back up, and I was literally, I told you I wanted all natural, which I did, but you looked mm. at me, and you're like, are you sure? Because <laughs> I was pulling my hair.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, before you even started pushing, I just remember while you're laying there, then I'm trying to like start texting family members, you know, like texting my parents to be praying, and texting everybody what's going on, and mm-hmm. everything, and uh, and you're so mad at me for doing that. You're like, no, you didn't need to tell anybody. They're just gonna be so annoying. Oh my gosh, why would you do that? I was like, just... they're family. They need to know. <laughs> they're we're about to add to the fame right now. Like, <laughs> this is just... a big deal. <laughs> okay,
0: I was stressed. All right, I was stressed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I felt really bad for you because yeah, I was just over there sitting in a chair texting on my phone, and you're. Sitting in the hospital bed in pain
0: and I was just making like noises Like I just literally was in so much pain. And I just kept saying ow Like <laughs> yeah, I'm in so much pain. I just kept repeating that <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, and so yeah at this point it's like 4 a.m. We finally got a room waiting on dr. Mitchell mm-hmm. to be there
1: Yeah, which you ended up starting pushing starting pushing before she even got there because, I mean, you essentially were almost with the way the contractions were happening, and yeah, you were having to take them on, and so the nurses were finally like, "All right, well, let's just get this started. She's almost here. Whatever."
0: Yeah, I think they and, were just. I think they saw me in so much pain. They're like, "We can't keep stalling. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got to get the yeah. show on the road."
1: Yeah, because at this point, you were not being silent and you're, no, no, you no, it was. <laughs> it was Definitely starting to build.
0: Which I kept my eyes closed the whole time, but I would open them, and I remember looking you in the eye, and you're like, I'm so sorry. You're like, that's literally all uh, you said.
1: I, like, I didn't know. Yeah. I've never seen that look on your face before. It kind of scared me. I was like, are you about to die? Like, <laughs> I can't even fathom the amount of pain that you were in in that situation. I just... I just felt so bad. I yeah. wish that I could have done more for you, but.
0: And this is why it's good to get the man's perspective because I was so pissed in that moment because <laughs> I'm just experiencing all this and you get to sit in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which you didn't. You didn't. You were holding my leg, but like before. You once started pushing. Yeah, you. before I was pushing. And, and you didn't think you were going to be. You didn't think you are going to be able to handle it, right? You're like, I don't know if I can no. look. I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah, so no. I want I want your point of view on that. Like, once he was, like, I was pushing, he was almost here, mm-hmm. like, you were not scared.
1: No, I mean, well, I mean, you hear in, like, all the movies and stories and stuff about, like, oh, the wife's going to let her grab your hand and she'll squeeze and will like, like, break all the bones in your hand and... I was preparing myself for that, but you honestly like never, never grabbed my hand. You would just go grab your hair, and I thought you were about to rip out <laughs> all of your hair. I was like, "Stop grabbing your hair! Like I'm right here." <laughs> and you did eventually grab my arm and give me a freaking Indian burn, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot going on and. I was really happy that I could be by your side yeah. and be there with you and witness this magical moment of our son coming into the world.
0: Yeah, and you and just, you went full, the nurse was like, do you want to hold her leg? And you're like, sure. Like, you were hey, not scared was, at all. Yeah, I was
1: ready to be a part of it. And, yeah, I, I thought I was going to be too grossed out to be able to watch, but it was, I don't know, it was just like,
0: not weird or like like I don't you know I didn't I didn't see it I didn't want a mirror there was no way I wanted a mirror so like yeah and she's like do you want to feel his head I'm like hell no like just get this baby out of me you know like
1: yeah it just it wasn't what I was expecting at all right I mean and I'm hearing all these like nurses trying to encourage you and pump you up and um you know, telling you what you need to do and when to push, and Dr. Mitchell being so encouraging and talking about how he's he's getting closer and and. Uh,
0: I remember you looking at me and being <clears> like, "You're <throat> so close." That's what you kept saying. You're like, "You're so close." <laughs> I can see him, and I was like, "I don't feel yeah, it." Yeah, so- that's
1: that's whenever it started to get really real is what I mean I honestly I couldn't really tell what I was looking at, but Dr. Mitchell was like, "Oh." That's his head. There he is. Like, keep going. You're doing so good. And then I could kind of start to see, like, oh, oh my gosh, like, there's hair. That's his head. Yeah. And it, it just got me really excited, and I wanted to try and pass that on to you to help you, you know, motivation, be, more, be motivated, and
0: because I hadn't and, slept since the night before. Like, you got to realize yeah, it's five a.m. You hadn't yeah, slept
1: at all this night. And yeah. And that's so how this whole thing started, and yeah, so. Seeing how close he was to coming out, I just wanted to encourage you, like, (laughs) "Hey, just keep on pushing. You're so close. You can do this." I know you're in so much pain, but yeah, once you get him out, then it's all over.
0: It's all over. (laughs) And and then the chaos happened. Of he was out, right? Was he? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. You didn't no. you see. No. <laughs> yeah. So they they pulled his head out, and all I could see were just big old chubby cheeks. <laughs> and and that's another thing that they show in the movies, and everybody talks about is you know hearing your baby's first cry, and you know they come to the world and they're crying. But Tate was not crying. Mm-hmm. I I honestly thought that like something was horribly wrong, yeah. like maybe you know god forbid that he didn't make it yeah. but because he was he silent. didn't make a sound no no he just they just pulled him out and you know, there was a newborn baby so his skin was all like gray and a weird off color
0: and it had that like cheese on it for, like, the- <laughs> <laughs> from
1: being inside you yeah, and, yeah but before and they, that
0: before that my, yeah, my, so, my shoulder yeah
1: yeah so they pulled his head out and as they were turning him to try and get the rest of his body out, um, his shoulder was caught on your pelvic bone. And I just, I mean, he was pretty much just suspended there. So It was pretty much just his head, neck, and you could kind of see the top of his shoulders. And Dr. Mitchell started, like, being all frantic and, you know, yelling at the nurses, when you be doing this, oh, he's, it's a... Uh, I forgot what the medical term was for it, but there was a specific medical term. Mm-hmm. and um, Yeah, they were just the, like
0: shouting nonsense, it felt yeah,
1: like. Yeah, I know, because, I mean, obviously they weren't calm before, but that jumped to a new level yeah. at this point of them shouting out directions. And, and then one of the nurses just comes over and, like, jumps on your stomach and starts, like, yeah.
0: beating the heck and, out and of I you. And I just remember her being like, move out of the way. And, like, yeah, moved she you. shoved me out
1: the way and starts, like, beating on your stomach i'm like what is happening right now (laughs) and then as soon as that started then dr mitchell pulled him all the way out and there he was and they rushed him over to uh his little uh
0: like weighing spot
1: yeah like the table where he got a shot and everything yeah whatever that is
0: and... Yeah, it, I didn't even know he was out at that point. I thought he was, like, completely stuck. Because you can't feel that. Like, people are like, oh, you can No, you can't. That's lies. So I, I had no idea. But I just remember the panic that everyone had. Like, everyone was like, oh, he's here. And then it was like, oh, we need to go. And it was just, like, frantic. And mm-hmm. I was shaking. I was like, I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, it was... That was another kind of weird thing, is how you just started shaking like as soon as he was out.
0: Yeah, like my teeth were literally chattering. Yeah, it
1: was like you were freezing cold. Your teeth were chattering, and you were just like shaking and shivering your whole body.
0: Yeah, because they put him on my skin, and I couldn't even like hold him because mm-hmm. it was just so much like I don't like chatter. It was wild. Yeah. But then you got to go to the table, which I didn't, but.
1: Well, no, Obviously, we, they still had to get the placenta out. Yeah, they they took him over there to get his first, like, measurements and make sure that everything's all normal, ten and fingers, you, ten toes. And,
0: and you cut the umbilical cord, that's right.
1: I did. I, I got to cut the umbilical cord. That was pretty cool. And It was
0: tough, right? It was actually, like, kind of tough to cut through?
1: Yeah. I had a, it a lot of, took me, like, three snips. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but... Yeah, the, I cut the umbilical cord and they moved him over there and it still didn't really hit because Mm -hmm. once again he wasn't making a peep. No. And it was just all so surreal because all the build up this just happened so quickly and you know, we've been together for almost five years at this point. Yeah. Just me and you. And I couldn't even... You know, all the preparation in the world can't get you ready no. for no. what it's like to have a child. And, and, two,
0: and to literally look at this thing and be like, one, I created this. Two, I have to take care of this.
1: Yeah, this is our responsibility. This is our God-given gift. And yeah. we're ambassadors to take care of them. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's just it was just so wild because... Well, like we had been saying, we prepared for that Sunday. And so it was just like, it, and it was in the middle of the night. So it just felt like a dream. It was like, this this isn't really happening right now. Like, there's, there's no way that this is our child right now. And it, it mm. was just so wild. It was so wild. And then, okay, so he's here.
1: Yes, he's here. Talk about but... the first
0: time holding him. <laughs> was, it, was it like the coolest thing ever? Hey,
1: hold the horses. Oh, oh, I right. was still a ways down the road. <laughs> oh, you're
0: right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but I just remember him being over there and still not feeling like this was real, like it was happening, and just looking at you and just being so proud of you <laughs> and what you just accomplished. and. I just remember telling you that I'm so proud of you. And you did it. I did it. And you were on drugs or something because you just, I don't know. Some of the things he said, I i don't understand them still to this day. <laughs>
0: I don't remember, so it must have been the Pitocin or something. I'm- but, yeah, it was so wild. So I'm over there getting stitched up. I had a first-degree mm-hmm. tear I was yeah, getting stitched up. Yeah, I
1: got the placenta. Yeah.
0: And- and we're just literally, like, taking in this new life. Or you are. You're over there. Didn't you get a photo? And
1: Yeah, they they pulled me over there. They're like, do you want to take a photo, Dad? And I went over there, got to take a picture, and finally heard his first cry whenever he was getting his hepatitis shot.
0: And I remember us being relieved. Leg. We were like, oh, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my goodness. He is alive. Yeah. All is well. Yeah, which, like, you,
0: most people aren't relieved when they hear a cry, but, like, we literally were. We're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's normal. Yeah, because he didn't make a peep when yeah. he came out.
1: And they, so after they took all those measurements, got his vitals and everything, then they set him on the scale, and... I mean, whenever he first came out, then Dr. Mitchell was like, "That is a big baby," and everybody starts, you know, saying taking the classic, guesses. Yeah. Well, that, and they're like, "Where were you hiding that thing, girl?"
0: Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and remember, but, she was like, "There's no way he's under nine. There's no." Yeah,
1: way. yeah. I just remember hearing it because I, I was over there. Um, I got to watch them put him on the scale, and and I was reading the scale, obviously, and yeah, she's like, "Yeah, there's no way, like." he's got to be at least nine pounds. And the scale just kept going up past nine. It's at 10, still going. And finally there it was at 10, 14, and you just made shy of 11 pounds. Me. I did because I was like, good grief. Like <laughs> that explains why your ribs were getting kicked all the time and you couldn't breathe or lay no, down. Like, yeah. yeah, and I just gained a whole other level of respect that I didn't even think after watching you give birth, knowing how truly big this massive little boy literally. was. Literally.
0: And yeah, you just look at me and you start laughing. You're like, good grief. That's literally what you said. I remember. <laughs> it was so wild. And all the nurses just go crazy at this point. They're like, what?
1: Yeah. It like, they couldn't believe I mean, no one in the room could believe it. No. Which... No, especially if you're coming early.
0: Yeah. That's true. <laughs> and... So he gets put back on my skin, right?
1: Yeah, so then they uh, went ahead and let you have your first skin-to-skin. And
0: Did you call people at this point? Did your parents call at that point? Or was it after, uh, a little bit later?
1: I think it was a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I think that was like after the nurses had left and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they... Put him on your chest, and and I feel like was... everyone
0: immediately evacuated. Like at that point, like there was like there at first it was like five, six nurses in there, and then mm-hmm. it went down to like two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Once they got everything in order, then
0: mm-hmm. it started it was to feel all good. way more like oh, okay, this is actually real. Like it was mm-hmm. just like chaos, and then it was not, and it was oh, I was like oh. yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, and he's the most perfect, beautiful little boy that ever we've ever laid eyes on. Yep, and. They laid him down on your chest, and um, snuggled them up in the blanket because it was starting to get really cold mm-hmm. and started to uh take their first family pictures, yeah, and send them out sending them out, and uh started getting phone calls from family and calling family and uh letting everybody know how it went Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh... How we were doing, yeah.
1: Exactly, and, you know, in the in-between, then we're just trying to digest everything that just happened, (laughs) because... And
0: you, like, texted your work, you're like, LOL.
1: Oh, I've heard, yeah, that was one of the texts I was sending out while I was sitting in the chair. Yeah, I just sent a mass text out to all my managers, and was like, yeah, my wife's in labor right now, so... Um, I'm definitely not gonna be able to make it <laughs> in. And actually, I my alarm was set for five thirty, and yep. Tate was born at five twenty three. I remember whenever I was over there, um, watching them put him on the scale, my alarm went off, and I was like, "Oh, time to go to work." Right.
0: Lol. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. We were just mm-hmm. like in the midst of our new normal. Our old normal was it was yeah. just wild. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you would have told me that night, whenever. I turned my alarm on that all of this was going to take place before it went off. Then
0: I wouldn't have believed you. No. Yeah. <laughs> even it was even crazy. before I started feeling pain, I wouldn't have believed you because it just it was literally so fast from from ten thirty to five thirty. Like it was so fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another thing. I was worried that we might have you know like a twenty twenty four hour right. labor because. That happens. Yeah. But no, thank God he was with us the whole way, and mm-hmm. you know you were able to get him out in like two hours. Yeah. And he was that big, and you <laughs> were that <laughs> small.
0: <laughs> yeah. For anyone who doesn't know me, that's listening to this podcast, I am 110 pounds, five four. Like I.
1: Five
0: three. Oh, and. <laughs> So it was just wild. It was so wild. All right, now can we talk about your first time holding him? You my did. First time. You did skin to skin too, because I had high blood pressure, so I had to hand him off because they were doing tests oh, on yes, me. Oh yes,
1: they were having to monitor you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My so my extremities get cold very easily in the cold weather, and uh, the nurse was getting ready to transport him from Maya back into his uh cradle and she asked me if I wanted to move him Mm -hmm. and I was a little hesitant at first because scary yeah I mean it's been a long time since I held a newborn baby Yeah. yeah I mean growing up as the preacher's kid and like every other weekend you know we were going to see the new baby in the church and so I usually would get an opportunity to hold him but I mean that. been years and years since i've been able to hold a newborn baby Mm -hmm. and i remember the first time going to pick him up my hands were freezing cold and i knew it was going to be a bad idea but i went to to pick him up and as soon as my hands touched him, then his skin just shriveled yeah. up and he started crying. I was like, uh, nope, I think you better pick him up and yeah. take him. <laughs> and you're like
0: trying to put him in your sweatshirt. You're like doing everything. <laughs> to, you put him on the heating pad. You're like trying to warm him up and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Which you
0: finally did. You find, Once we got to the different room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was determined. I had to get my hands warmed up. Yeah. But.
0: But yeah, it was, it was wild. It, yeah. Talk about that part. Just like. Was it scary? Because I had high blood pressure, and they were like, "You can't move from this bed, basically." And they're like, "You might have to get this medicine." Are you lightheaded? Because I was, I saying I had headache. I had a headache or something. And yeah,
1: yeah, that part was very scary, um, because yeah, you your blood pressure readings were very high, and they said they need to continually monitor you because they think you might have uh, hypertension yeah and i mean you said you were really lightheaded and you just felt off and weird so that was uh very scary as well yeah plus
0: you're a a science guy like you could read the blood pressure and be like oh yeah that's ridiculously high like i didn't (laughs) i see those numbers and i'm like i don't know what that (laughs) means and you're like oh that is alarming yeah
1: this (laughs) tiny girl has like 210 over 150 that's pretty bad yeah
0: (laughs) so that was wild and so, after everything calms down, we move rooms. hmm And you finally hold him. I did. How was it? Was it the most magical thing that you've ever...
1: It was. <laughs> it was everything that I could have dreamed that it could be and even more.
0: <laughs> he was so precious. You know how... You look back at photos and you're like, man, they were a potato. But like in the moment, you're like, I've never seen something more perfect. That was literally how it
1: was. He was so precious. He
0: was, and I just
1: remember taking, and we, and the whole we had to stay in the hospital for um, that whole day, and we had to stay overnight too. And I just remember throughout that whole day, then we were pretty much fighting back and forth on who got to hold him. I mean, who doesn't want to hold him? Yeah. He's so precious, and uh, he even, he would open his eyes and try to look around, mm-hmm. and he, even, he could already hold his head up, and we were like, good. Yeah. Yeah, like, aren't you supposed to have to, like, hold a newborn's baby up and support it for them? And, I mean, he was—he came out of advance. Yeah. He was the he nurses was, said he had a two-month head start. Yeah. I mean, Look at him. He
0: just—he came out ready for the world, you know, and he still is. But yeah, it was—it was so cool. Yeah, we would take turns holding him, and who would call a family member and mm-hmm. tell them the news. <laughs> That's for a different time. But whenever we called your grandpa, and he's like, "What are you up to?" I'm like, "Why else am I calling <laughs> you right now?" <laughs> Dave Bycroft, mm-hmm. if you listen to this, I love you. <laughs> you. You literally answer. You're like, "What's up, sweetie?" I'm like, "Why do you think I'm calling?" <laughs> <Yeah. you?" laughs>
1: Yeah, like we got some news. Like, whoa, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, come on.
0: <laughs> Read between the lines, man. I'm, like, I'm pregnant. But, yeah, that was... It was really precious. It's It's been precious ever since. But, yeah, mm. I just wanted to bring you on to be able to hear your perspective and hear your side of things because I missed that end because <laughs> I was just in pain and I... I didn't know how you felt, you know? Like, that's just, like, one of the craziest. I mean, it's obviously, as the mother, you're feeling the whole change. But as the father, you know, you're just watching it. And I didn't know how it felt. And what are, what are your final thoughts on the overall, like, obviously it was a whirlwind. <clears throat> and it was crazy and scary and wild.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But do you have any advice for fathers?
1: <laughs> any advice? the whole process is just so surreal and there's nothing that you can do to be prepared um, to understand what it's really gonna be like Mm -hmm. and every person's situation is different you know like Maya's birth story is way different from you know someone else's someone else who maybe had to have a c-section or someone who had a long and strenuous um, delivery Mm -hmm. so you can never really know what to expect but really just try to take it one step at a time and enjoy every single moment that you can and soak it in and uh, don't be afraid to you know to jump in there and you know like help hold your legs yeah as part of the um helping you push and yeah uh, cutting the umbilical cord and you know just being over there with the nurses and not being um, afraid
0: to take the photos or you know like or, or do any of that you know like you were you were in it every step like I didn't expect anything different, obviously. I mean, it was your son, but also you were just like, "Oh yeah, I'll do this. Oh yeah, I'll do this. Oh, I'll move our bags. Oh, like you were just supportive the whole time. You know, you you were never. You know how people post of like, oh he brought his Xbox. Like don't do that, men. <laughs> if any man listens to this and brings yeah. their pod and brings their Xbox, I'll I'll personally find them and burn it. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, no. If, if that's going to be your focus going in, then I don't know if you're ready to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're not ready for your life to be turned upside down. <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely. You, you were completely supportive and just not ready, but ready in the best way. You know, we did take, we did have that class and I did and mm-hmm. fill you in a lot of research, but man, I would say do your own research mm-hmm. and... Figure out what your woman's body is going to go through, you know? Exactly,
1: yeah. And by saying you can never be prepared, that doesn't mean, obviously, don't try to prepare. Don't do the research because that helps out tremendously in understanding Mm -hmm. what your significant other is going through and how you can support her Mm -hmm. and be there for her. And um, obviously, the special connection that you have with her Um, you understand her better than anyone else and Mm -hmm. you know you can know what um, to do to help her out what to do to be encouraging to her what she needs to um, uplift her in that moment Mm -hmm. to help ease the pain to help you know, make it go faster, you know, anything that she needs.
0: Yeah. You also fought for me the whole time. Like, they asked, do you want epidural? And you said, no, she wants to go on that. Like, you answered for me when I was in too much pain to answer myself.
1: <laughs> you you definitely wanted the epidural after a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you were changing your mind, but they are like, sorry, it's too far in now.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. I went in not wanting it, and then halfway through I was like, <laughs> but, but we did it. Yeah. All right. And
1: it's such a cool story. It and is. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I'm proud of you. We we did it. We became parents at 21 and 22. And <laughs> he's still alive and great. So obviously we're doing a good job. We're so. doing it.
1: We're yeah. raising our little Texas kid.
0: Yep. He is the best thing in the whole world. And we didn't know we wanted him. But once we have him, I can't imagine it any differently. You know? Like it's... You know,
1: his, the most precious human being on this planet ever would die for him
0: (laughs) yep he is so perfect well i'm so glad you're on this podcast you will be on it again we're gonna get your perspective of parenting (laughs) after this this was just birth but we're gonna get we're gonna get the days that you left the hospital perspective and what it's like to be a dad and some tips for dads but that's for another episode um i hope you guys enjoyed this this was so fun (laughs) Um, and I love my husband very much, and I'm so glad that I got him out of a man that, you know, doesn't play his Xbox in the labor room, you know, I, I got a good one. So
1: someone who doesn't have an Xbox period. That's true. PlayStation is where it's at. Yeah. For all of you listening. For all of you listening. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Motherhood with Maya. If you listen, leave a review. Um I think I have enough episodes now to be able to leave a review. Or go to my Instagram, follow me on Instagram, Motherhood with Maya. Um, And leave a comment about this episode, what you thought, what was interesting, and uh, what you want to see next. Thanks, guys. Love ya.